Good morning. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are very excited to be continuing our, I don't want to say, our COVID shows. Not in the studio, but live from my house on, on Friday mornings. We're actually pre-recording a little bit earlier on in the week. And we are really excited to have another amazing show to bring you great content and to make you hungry <laughs> and then you'll go out and cook more and that's really exciting because we love food okay let's do that great monologue but I want you guys to do it with me I'm Naomi Nachman I'm about all the food all the time you got to say you got to jump in with me and say all the food all the time I love food I love shopping for it cooking it eating at restaurants anything food related I'm a kosher personal chef I wrote two cookbooks great Hanukkah ideas I'm just saying you know, <laughs> um, I do catering, chop competitions, Instagram, Facebook, I don't know, all those things. <laughs> we were talking about that the, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what's that? What, um, what's it called? The Pinterest. Pin, no, Pinterest and Facebook. Facebook. And what's the other one that they, I'm like losing my mind. I've only, I'm uh, uh, ZK does not, he's not into social media, but we, we, we put them on my social media. Um, okay, so we hope you'll tune in every week and you hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food traveling, sharing your great recipes and food ideas, and I like to hear about your experiences too, so email me, Naomi, at nakamsinkle.com. Share with me what you made, uh, where you went to eat, you know, I know times are a little bit different now. A lot of the restaurants are doing, um, you know, in New York, they're doing a takeout or you half capacity, full capacity. Every state's got its own thing. But just a big shout out to our Florida group, uh, to Roadhouse, where we had a sh- showed our uh, we aired our show last week from, um, and it was absolutely fantastic. And we actually have a giveaway going on for a hundred dollar gift certificate. So you just have to. Um, Email me, um, Naomi at NachumSiegel.com and follow them on Instagram and you can be in to win a $100 gift certificate. But we have another giveaway for you to this show. Uh, so stay tuned for a wild ride. We've got Empire Kosher Poultry on the phone uh, with us. We're going to be interviewing the uh, head, the National Director of Sales, Alison Josephson. Joseph, Joseph Sin. I got a little tongue tied there. And we have Waiting in the Wings to Cook Up a Storm, the one and only Jeffrey Ingber from Kosher Catch. He's going to be doing a cooking demo with us in the studio. So we're going to get you all hungry and excited for it, to eat fish, to eat chicken. We're going to go healthy this month. Uh, so stay tuned for an amazing show. Um, just want to uh, get st- started right away with Alison because we our show was running a little bit. Uh, we had a technical issue early this morning and we had Alison waiting and we really want to Thank you, Alison, for sticking around with us this morning. No problem. I Thank feel, you for having me. My pleasure. This is Alison Josephson, the National Director of Sales for uh, Empire Kosher Poultry. I really, I, I really apologize for uh, our little bit of our delay, but we got it. We got it up and running, and we're really very, very thankful to you. Um, so, welcome to Table for Two. How are you this morning? I'm fine. We are. Uh Getting ready for a short Thanksgiving holiday, and um, we look forward to working with you and all your wonderful recipes that you've been bringing to the consumer. And uh, I could give you a little bit of background. I've been with the company for over 30 years. Wow, you've been there for a very long time 30 years. Wow. Very long time. Yes, I, I started with the original owners, the Cass family. How did I'm very they, proud of How did they get started? Okay, for so the Katz family, uh, Joe Katz started this company in upstate New York, and he wanted, it was very important for him to give the Jewish consumer a variety of items, not just the kosher chicken, and he brought it to Pennsylvania, and he started this company to introduce, besides just the whole chicken, he wanted to bring it to all the mainstream. He was really quite an innovator. And what he did was that he saw that kosher consumers were leaving the little nucleus of a family, the little shuttle, and venturing out to the suburbs. Decided he was the tremendous, um, as I said, innovator, and they created the package good for Mr. Consumer or Mr. Consumer at that time for the family to get products in the supermarket. He was the pioneer, and uh, wow. he mainstreamed 
Disney mainstreams our product not only to the butcher shop, but to every supermarket. One of our first supermarkets that we launched these products were uh, something called Wallbounds, if everyone remembers. Wallbounds is not still around? Wallbounds was our first, doesn't exist anymore, was our first uh, customer to launch this product in a packet. So so, so Empire was the first kosher chicken company to put their product in a non-kosher supermarket across the yes, country. Yes, we were. That is amazing. We, 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 create, we created the kosher case for every supermarket in this country. We created it. We wow. created the deli case. We created the frozen case. If you lived in St. Louis and you needed a kosher chicken, we made sure you got it in a frozen spot. Yeah, so we launched this huge product diversity, and uh, it just took off, and then people followed us because we were the pioneers. Yeah, you're the so, OGs um, of kosher chicken, the originals. Yes, we, um, yes, but I'm not only that shop is chicken. We really created a barbecue chicken. I remember growing up in the 80s, that we would go to the kosher supermarket and there would be a yellow sign that said Empire Kosher and we were the only team in town and that's what this consumer looked for, buy chicken. And then we ventured out and we got it in Wallbound, even in A&P and Food Town and then the ShopRite came into play. And not only did we have that raw chicken, we created that barbecue chicken. Right. This is a consumer that went back to work and needed a fully cooked product to shop it and for Monday night and Tuesday night. We did that, and then we launched our ground turkey line. And most importantly, we were the first people to introduce ADF. What's that? So we're, yeah, so we're very proud. I mean, how many chicken and turkey companies can honestly say that raising and preparing for their customers is an act of devotion? I feel very, very, very a great admiration for the brand. Right. I mean, today, so today, many companies just want to talk about, you know, volume and how much they could produce. We really devote ourselves to the quality and the production of the company. Yeah. And with uh, turkey and chicken. Right. And, the and you said the word turkey. We got Thanksgiving coming up in like two weeks for when this is going to air, and it's really exciting. What? Or the. Um, right. We. we all the packaging that you've got. Yes, what we did for the consumer, because I'm sure we're all concerned about large gatherings, we deliberately set forth a plan that have sent to 12-pound turkeys so the consumer could actually find my turkeys in their supermarket. They could also find my half-ton turkey breast in Wolf, in, I'm sorry, in ShopRite, in Town, in Trader Joe's. They could find my ground turkeys. They could find my frozen turkey breast on a frame in Costco's, in all the stores. So we're giving them our barbecue turkeys, a full array of items that they could find. And with that, they could find my deli items, my bacon that you made that wonderful recipe over a burger, my turkey bacon. Yeah, that was it's, so delicious. I can't believe that was back in August it? for Labor Day weekend. It feels like a million years ago. <laughs> It's such a great item, and like I said, we revolutionized the market. You Some did. You were the first people that did this. In Costco and in your supermarket, look for it. It's absolutely delicious. And look at your recipes. Yeah, really I love writing my recipes. Actually, tonight for dinner, we're going to be uh, doing some of our uh, uh, beer braised uh, chicken that I'm going to be uh, putting on my Instagram, and it's going to be on my, I'm going to put it on my Instagram, on my stories, but they'll also put it up on the website. I've got a whole page just of chicken recipes, a link just for the recipes that I've done for Empire Chickens. And I'm absolutely loving the creativity that we get to do together and the whole team working with a whole, you know, you speaking with you and Nina and Jill and everyone's just been so, Ellie, it's just been so amazing, like how you've, you we, know, everyone is so warm yeah. to work with as well. Like you, we are, it's a family I, company I, and it feels yeah. lit. We are a family. I, you know, it's not many people that last 30 years at a company. I know. I feel very, I feel very devoted and very honored, and I'm very proud of what Empire has accomplished. And we're really, I could use the word, we're heinous. We care about our consumers. We care about the industry. And we want 
to make it easy to have a meal on your plate. We want to be able to give you for the nuggets and deli and introduce you a family pack of slick chicken and drum So you can have a bit of white meat and a bit of dark meat because everybody has different preferences. So we are really a unique I love. Yeah, I'm very. I'm very proud of it. Uh, you know what? It shows through with everybody that I've worked with 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 Empire. I love that combo family pack. Can we just talk about that? Because I think that is so outstanding that someone did that. Because it's got a lot of legs in it, and like the, you know, if you've got a lot of little kids, you don't need to make a whole, you know, like you know, the thigh and the leg. You just want the legs, you know, if you've got little kids. Right. And if you've got big kids, you want a little bit more piece, bigger pieces of chicken. So you've got, you know, all. and then if someone just wants the breast and they've got that. So it's a really, it's like phenomenal. When they told me about it, that, that that's what they were doing and they were going to send it to me, I'm like, well, that's amazing. And they loved my reaction. But I spoke as it, a mum. It's not, a very, it's not, we have really ventured into not only the Jewish people that look for them, we're recognized all over the world. Yeah. We sell in Grand, we sell in Grand Canyon Islands. We sell in Aruba. When you speak to people about kosher, the first word they say is empire kosher. Right. So we know that we have impacted on people's families and their lives in order to keep kosher and make it easy to keep kosher. Right. So and that, we all that's fantastic. That. It's a big mitzvah and what you're have, doing as well. <laughs> and we have introduced uh, Rabbi Gavad, which is the Hasidic architecture. Right. So we have it, yes, which is really unique. And we're very proud of the fact that we could represent all different, from modern Orthodox to Reform to Conservatives to the Hasidic community. Right, so having many we different... Are, we are listening to our consumers. Right, and we to have many different kosher levels of certification is fantastic. It's very important. You're hitting everybody. You're hitting all the high notes on <laughs> all the notes from the low to the high uh, when you are uh, when you, you were doing that because it's a great quality. I know when I open up my packages and there's like hardly any hair on the chicken and it's the skin is beautiful and there's no like a lot of hair. There's hardly any hair or like feathery stuff on the chicken. Like it's beautifully cut. It's beautifully packaged. Um, and you know you're eating a high quality product. And I think. People are looking for that in this day and age, you know? They are. And, you know, Empire represents quality. It yeah. represents clean. It represents what their mothers use, what their grandmothers use. But we have evolved into a bigger, a bigger picture. We are going to introduce you further process items. Can you say that again? You're introducing what? I lost you there for a second. The connection. We was... are going to introduce new further process items fully cooked items. We oh, tell us more about those foot, those those um, processed items. What what can we look oh, out we're for? Going to, we're listening to the people and they want more deli items and we're going to get more variety of deli items, more frozen food items. So we are doing all of that and we're listening. We're getting people's opinions on what they feel they would like us to introduce to their family. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we are the first people that brought into Costco kosher protein. And that we that is correct. I'm a big Costco fan. <laughs> yes. And if you look in the kosher Costco, it's empire. It's yeah. So can, them when they say kosher. Allison, can I, can I share a little story with you about empire chicken? So sure. when when I uh, actually I told this to Jill when I first was talking to Jill a um, couple of months back in the summer. So so Jill is uh, works with with Empire, We're part of the Empire family. Let's say that. And um, so I was telling her this story. That I was in. I'm very lucky to travel. I'm a bit of a food blogger as well as a a, a, a bit of a travel blogger as well as I am a kosher blogger. Um, and I was in Maui, Hawaii, and we had taken a lot of our food with us from New York. It's easy to travel with food, but we were like running a little bit low on the proteins and, and vegetables. We went, and we saw that there was a Costco in Maui. You know, it is a bit of a big, I mean, it's, it's a small big city, but it's still got its own Costco. So, and we bought with us um, um, like uh, sandwich makers and grill pans and stuff. And we, we were, you know, we bought... Um, at Costco, we were like we had our Costco cards with us, and we bought some um, uh, vegetables and fruit. And then we go to the frozen aisle, and what do we find in the freezer? 
empire chickens. And we're like, yes, in Maui, Hawaii, we could get kosher chicken, which we then defrosted and grilled up on our little mini barbecue. And we had fresh chicken barbecue for dinner that night. It was amazing. And it's great that wherever you are in the United States, you can find some empire chicken. It's really pretty amazing. We're very proud of all That's great. And how we're fully integrated. And there is nothing, I mean, just what we accomplished during this very precarious time of COVID. We listened to our customers. We volunteered to give government uh, programs, our slices, our hustles. We were right in the trenches with these programs food pantry, food kitchen. So we we know what it takes to make our customer happy. And they depend on us and we depend on them. We feel like it's one giant family. And uh, I feel very fortunate and lucky to be part of Empire. I think we all do. Yeah, I, I do. And, and what we have a I love just writing recipes for you guys. <laughs> And, and getting to play around in the kitchen with your great products from the nuggets to the, you know, the chicken drumsticks. The nuggets are tremendous. Yes, oh, the they're great. I actually started and making them Friday afternoons for my kids when they come home from school. You know, Friday they finish school at 1.30 um, before Shabbos. And, like, they come home hungry because they don't have proper lunchtime in school. And I started putting out um, chicken nuggets, empire chicken nuggets, with some sweet chili dipping sauce. Yum. So good. <laughs> it's great. And what people don't realize, which what is one of our best attributes, is our chicken nuggets are fully cooked, whereas others are not. Yeah, you They're just semi cooked. So yeah. we have to. We're very. We offer that consumer that easy way of making a meal to their family. I'd rather my kid nash on chicken than and then a packet of chips when they come home. You know, let them have some chicken nuggets, a little protein. Right. You it's know. A, it's a quick meal, and you could find that in any kosher supermarket, even in areas that don't, let's say, necessarily need kosher. We're mainstream. We are mainstream yeah, and everywhere. Can we just talk about Trader Joe's for a second? Because everybody's obsessed sure. with Trader Joe's. Everyone talks about okay. Trader Joe's all the time, right? How exciting mm-hmm. is that, that you're in Trader Joe's? Well, how special are we? I have to swear a little bit that everything in Trader Joe's is a private label, yet we have been allowed to maintain our name because our name is synonymous with quality. And they want the Empire Social label in order to gravitate that consumer to come in and buy everything, not only their kosher protein, but their nuts. I love it. I love it. Trader Joe. We are are the only kosher protein, if you know this, Dickon, and... We are very grateful. We are very grateful. It's great. Trader Joe's and, and Empire. Okay, so people are saying, you know, if you can't get turkeys, go to Trader Joe's. I'm sure Gomiglat has Empire turkeys too. Um, for those of you, or your local local supermarkets as well. But Trader Joe's collaboration with with um, Empire, what a, what a great collab. And, and people are very fond of Trader Joe's and the high-quality Empire turkeys going together. It's just absolutely fantastic. Allison? And every tra- every Trader Joe's, I just want to throw one thing. You could find a representation of Empire in absolutely every Trader Joe's. But how unique is that? So we're, you feel very lucky. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's just absolutely so wonderful. I'm lucky to be working with it's you. It's what the consumer asks for. It's what the consumer asks Okay, you, you spoke, people. Empire listened. There you go. We actually um, have a uh, giveaway, besides our one from last week that was still running. Um, we're going to um, we're going to have a giveaway for Empire Chicken. You, if you live in That's the United great. States, you can um, email us, Naomi at NachamSiegel.com, or follow them on Empire Kosher on Instagram. I know you're already following the Nachum Siegel Network because you're listening to us every week. Um, and say you want to win the assorted products from Empire, and we will announce a winner in just a couple of weeks um, via email, probably. So, Alison, thank you for joining us. Apologize for thank us running so late, much. and it was so nice to talk to you. And I hope we get to meet up in person when this is all over. Yes. We love your recipes. Keep them going, and everyone be safe. And uh, thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Alison Josephson from National, the National Director of Sales from Empire Kosher, joining us this morning to hear about their high-quality chicken uh, products that they sell that we 
synonymous with uh, chicken is, I think, empire. So um, we were just so happy chicken to talk to Chicken and turkey. Chicken and turkey. We can't forget turkey. I actually um, – turkey has a special place in my heart because I came to America on Thanksgiving and then a year later I met my husband on Thanksgiving. So I'm all about Thank Thanksgiving you. turkey. So <laughs> – uh, we make one every year. I don't think I've ever missed a, a year where I, since I'm living There's in America. Nothing better than our turkey. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Thank Alison. You. Have a good one. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Fantastic. That was very – she's so nice. Everyone I've had to deal with with uh, Empire has been absolutely fantastic. Um, and so, guys, if you want to win a chicken package, just – Email us. You know what to do to win of our great prizes. And we also have last week's one going as well. Um, Jeffrey Ingbar, are you ready? Are you ready? We are ready to catch Jeffrey Ingbar and reel him into the show. <laughs> um, Jeffrey's been on the show uh, before. He came to the studio with a big, fat, whole salmon. Uh, and he cut it up in front of us. Today the studio in the house. He came all the way from Rhode Island, a three and a half hour drive to be here in the studio today. Um, and we are going to be talking fish, 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 because really the whole show is a little bit of a healthy theme, eating healthy chickens, good quality chickens. Now we're going to talk about good quality fish because you know, I love fish. So welcome Jeffrey Ingber from Kosher Cat. Good morning. Hello. Welcome back to the studio. Um, Jeff, Jeffrey and I did a show, a actually uh, a show on kosher.com yeah. a year ago, two years, two years ago. Everything's a blur in my head. I know, I know. A corona messed with my brain. I, I, I stumbled on my word before, like when I was introducing Alison, I felt so bad. I'm like, this is corona brain, right? Like, you know, not, not corona brain, but like COVID it's all a little fuzzy. Yeah, I don't have COVID. Don't worry. <laughs> it's all a little um, fuzzy. Okay. Yeah. So, so what, should I start heating this up? Text well, yeah. We need we need a little oil. I kind of forgot. To yeah, grab it's right oil, there. So, so you have to take. It's right there. Um, How about Ra we? Rachel. <laughs> a little okay. Oil fetching. See, she's part of the production team too. Okay. Okay. But let's get that going. So a couple it does take a few minutes. Yeah. So welcome, Thanks. Jeffrey. Is Pleasure let me intru introduce you. You are a fisherman. How many from fishermen do you know? One. We know one. Yeah. A couple. Yeah, maybe a couple. Well, Moishi and Shlomi, they fish, yeah, but, but I don't know if they're... This is what we do for a living. This so is what he does for a living. He's literally a fisherman. It's a heck of an office. Last, time, of he an came, office. La, la, last time he came in, his bridges. Bibs, yes. Bibs. In my it's called the bibs. bib. Bright yellow bibs. It was fantastic. I, I think maybe they were more appropriate today, given the weather. I know. You could have swum here. <laughs> Take the Long Island Sound. Swim the Long Island Sounds. How right. are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's really uh, it's good to be back in the hood a little bit, I right, guess. Right, right. Um, so, so talk to me. How's the, how's the, the so, last few months been treating you? Uh, so, you know, anyone who was probably set up for any type of home delivery, uh, contactless situation, uh, as COVID was coming, is uh, is probably doing reasonably okay. I mean, yeah. we don't wish anything on the folks who aren't and the struggles, but uh, it's it's been challenging. You know, the, your business model changes. So many people, as they're using the term, pivoted now. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty much the same. We just kind of pivoted into how people um, pick up our fish on delivery days, and people drive up in their cars with their sign like uh, elementary school pickup. Like you're doing, you know, you're doing it right. Or, or getting off wrong. an airport and or, you hold up the sign. Right, you're holding the guy in the the chauffeur is holding up the sign. Uh, so it's it's working out really, really well. We've uh, gotten a lot of exposure from folks who um, are into what we have, which is a very fresh, very wild product. They enjoy the convenience of not having to go into a store surrounded by hundreds or thousands of people. They just pull up. We do do some home delivery, but they just pull up at our communal delivery point, 21 of them here in the tri-state area, and uh, they flash their sign. We put their fish buckets in their trunk. They drive away, and then we get pictures and stories a few hours later while I'm, while I'm driving the van home. My Instagram is blowing up, and Facebook's blowing up with what they chose to do with their fish that day. It's they fantastic. They, they love delivery day. I love – it's also it's, – it's a community. We were talking about the community empire, right? And you're a community also, all to, led by you. You are the – the chief. Yeah. I think when we started Kosher Catch, it's amazing, I would say, at 11, 11 years ago. Wow. Um, we were just interested in putting really fresh quality product in the hands of local people in, in the southern New England area. And then as things happen, people are like, oh, my God, I had that. And then they have their aunts and uncles or cousins up from Brooklyn or from Jersey. And they where did that come from? And then people call and they say, "Can we? what will it take to get a delivery to this city? And we tell them. And then they, they talk to their friends. And then 
you know, it, uh, our morning starts, if the trucks leave 3 a.m. in Providence, and they arrive actually uh, here in Nassau County by 6, and then into the five towns by 8, and then they kind of split up in different directions, and then off to southern Jersey and Philly, and then another one does kind of and Rockland you're, and Bergen. And you're physically catching all that fish? I, you can't catch them all. I mean, fish are kind of like the Jews. They live in different neighborhoods throughout the ocean. <laughs> so where That's the so funny. Where the t- where the tatag live, the flounder don't live, and where the flounder live, the cod don't live, and we. So you gather them all in one place. So, yeah, so that's enough. And you say two salmons from Nachman and over there, and and from. And they just jump in the boat, and, and then we jump. tag them, and we know. Okay, where I, like that, I like that. I like that. Uh, we do also work very, very closely with some folks in Alaska. We sell, first off, like I said, our product is 100% wild. Everything we sell, nothing farmed. Okay, that, that brings its own following of people. Okay, everything's been in the water today would be delivered to your house tomorrow. Okay, salmon's probably 12 hours behind that because it comes from Alaska. So you're talking about a maximum time out of water of 36 to 40 hours. The, the way we Is it flash frozen? Um, it's what we call in a slurry. Okay, so it's never frozen. It doesn't really go below 35 Just very degrees. cold. Very, very. My hand will tell you it's very, very cold in that water. But it's not icy. It's a little icy, but it's not frozen. It's Maybe, not frozen. Right. Not frozen. It's, ne- it's never really frozen. It doesn't drop down below um, that temperature. And it's, a, it's an all-day process from filleting to packing to putting it in the trucks. Um, it's really it, it's, it's fascinating the amount of people who are excited about a fresh wild product. Now, what do you mean by wild? I mean by wild. So fish is the last wild protein that we can that, that we eat. Meaning the last time I checked, uh, I know that you just did a show with the folks from Empire. Uh, their product is fantastic, but we don't really see wild chickens running through the neighborhood. You know where you see it in the wild chickens running through? In Maui, Hawaii. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> no joke. I forgot to tell them this. When I was in Maui, and there's chickens everywhere. Literally wherever you – you know, like here we have squirrels. Right. They have chickens. So I tried tagging Empire Chickens, but they didn't have an Instagram oh. when I was there in 2011. Right. We, have, we have amazing companies doing amazing work with um, cattle, but we don't really have cows strolling around in the neighborhood, right? right. right? Um, but fish, we, they're in there. It's still natural, wild. Right. It's still wild. Yeah, we're taking them right out of their house. Right. Well, there are farms. Yes, there are farmed, uh, but we, we really founded this business on the notion of wild caught protein. Mm. Something about it, I think. Okay. All right, so here's what we have today. We, we're actually going to cook today, everyone. Yeah, this is going to be a bit of a cook-along. Now, you can, most of our audience, they are listening, so they are not watching. Okay. But, so we're going to talk them through these amazing recipes, and if they want, they, the people that watch can also see, and then the people that listen can join the watchers at a later point God. on our Nachum Siegel Network YouTube channel. Fantastic. So uh, in New England, it is tatag season. Tatag. 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 Something like that. Uh, AKA the blackfish. Okay. Uh, The blackfish is a very hardy fish. It grows very, very slowly. Some of these fish live to be 70 and 80 years old. Uh, If they don't get caught by you. Well, they're smart. I, I can assure you. Based on you know the uh, bait to catching ratio, they are very very smart. They're denizens of rock piles. They live in the rock piles. That's their cave. They build a cave. They live in that cave pretty much their whole life, until they outgrow it like a snail, and then they go for a bigger cave. Uh, they dine on crustaceans pretty much exclusively: crabs, clams, whelks, uh, mussels. No, so the fish. We're talking about this before. The fish can eat all the non-kosher stuff. Yeah, it's lucky. But, but, and we can eat that fish. Yes. We just can't eat what the fish eats. Right. We are 100% uh, concerned with fins and scales. Right. In terms of harvesting the animal, whether it meets those criteria. From there, like everything else we buy, processed under supervision, blah, 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 all that. We'll talk about that kind of stuff right now. Uh, so <laughs> um, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to get started. We're going to make two things. The first thing we're going to make is what I like to call the Manhattan-style tatog chowder. Tatog. Guys, I've, is anyone even here to, to talk? I'm so excited. Okay, what are we doing? So what we're going to do is... Gonna, uh, we're going to actually stand up now because we have to cook. Yeah, you know, I, I cooked on... Uh, two weeks ago, I cooked on the show. I had Rachel Golds and we cooked up a storm. I saw. I saw. Okay, so we're going to put a little oil. Okay. Is it just going to go? Yeah, I think no, so. I don't know. No, yeah, uh, there, there, okay, there you cool. go. Right. A little bit of oil. All right. Canola. That's canola oil. Okay, great. 
You could use vegetables. You can use anything. I stay away from the nut oils because who knows who's coming over. And right. So also, they burn fast. They do. They burn very, very. Avocado quickly. oil is very good. I usually I use oil, uh, canola, or avocado. Olive oil. Um, it's not for a long sear, okay. long cook. And then um, we've gone ahead and gotten the very fran- fancy French term of the mirepoix. Mirepoix, uh, mirepoix. is 50% uh, onions, 25% carrots, and 25% celery. We also have some, when we put it in the pan, we get a shot. We have some chopped garlic and just a couple bay leaves, and I put those bay leaves in right out of the chute. I, uh, right out of the chute. They're, they're, they're dried, so we don't have to crush them up. So. Could you have a spoon to mix everything? We're going to use the ladle so we can just... Uh, Oh, you're doing it in no particular order. No particular order. Oh, because right I was we're like, make, we're making soup, so we're really not in a particular order. Okay. Okay. Mm. We're really not in a particular. I order. smell onions already. Is it smell-o-vision? Smell-o-vision. I don't, I That's think, Emeril Lagasse I know, used to say that. I know. He's you know. Uh, he's old school, but you know what? He's old school, but we share. You when know, we I sh- first started, when I first started uh, learning how to cook, was from Food Network when. Um, I, we first got our oh, cable TV when in the old studio. Food Network was a fledgling lit network. I was starting to what, and that's what I learned how to cook. I learned about mirepoix and my mise fa- en place. My father's office was in the building that they had their first studio in. Okay. You used to see all these people riding up in the in the elevator. Um, yeah. They pop, em- Emerald and I are both Johnson Wales University graduates, so. Wait, what I did you go to Johnson Wales for? Uh, my degree is in it's a long ready. It's it takes a while. It's like in a second zip code. It's Hotel, restaurant, and institutional management. Okay, that's a big it's a one. Lot of Wait, here's another one that I learned. What state do you live in? Oh. <laughs> I looked this up after you left. I live after in left. the state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. Okay, did you guys know that? That's the official. Okay, did you know that? That's the official. Did you know that? That's the fi- official name for the state of Providence. Yeah, it's great. Small. St- I mean, not Providence, it's Rhode Island. Rhode Island. It's also pretty interesting. The state of Rhode Island is 44 miles long. And 22 miles wide, but has over 550 miles of coastline. That's beautiful. Crazy. Like Sydney. It's a, <laughs> it's a gorgeous office. That's all I can tell you. All right, we're I, know, gonna... I really want to go fishing with you. Oh. But I can't go when, it, when, when it's... It's cold now. Well, not now. When it warms up. We can talk about this for years, but not when it's very choppy because I get seasick. No problem. All right, we're going to let that... Uh, you don't just... get seasick though, I right? don't. We're going to let that sweat a little bit and we're going to um, stroll over here. To the tatog, the whole tatog. I'm going to stand over here. Oh, my God. Wait, did we take some pictures? We, we need some pictures coming in. Okay, wait, put that. Okay, here. Well, I just want to take some pictures so I know what, you know, when so we... So, for perspective, the board is 21 inches wide. Okay. Uh, long. Okay, so everyone listening up, he has a... a and the fish is about two feet wide. No, nah, it's about 20... About I mean, 19 long. inches. Yeah, about Not- 19 inches. Okay. Do you need me to stir this? Oh, uh, yeah. If you, we can work it a little bit. I turned it down because, again, we're making soup. We just want to sweat them out just a little bit. Okay. All right. So we've done this before on your show. Uh, it's not 100% for the squeamish. But Is this – you can eat this raw? Uh, yes. We're gonna, yeah, that's recipe number two. We're now, I want to just put that a piece in my mouth. You do? I okay, I'll that. cut you a piece for you. Really I want to try the, the black cod or tatog raw. Okay. Some of my studio audience is getting a little freaked out. No, 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 no. I just want to tell you, this fish is very, very hearty and very dense. Okay. Okay, So it's going to be a little chewy. It's definitely going to be a little chewy. If I don't like it, I'll spit it out. Okay, fine. Um, I've done that before. Remember that CK when I... That's why we make um, ceviche with it. Um, it, it, To soften it. it. I want to try it raw, okay? I like to try fish raw. Okay. Okay. I made all my brachas before, so I'm not going to make a bracha. I made a bracha off camera before. Oh my god, it's delicious. Yeah, it's good, but it's a little chewy, right? No, it's amazing. Okay, great. So we're gonna start cutting. For those of you who are watching, uh, what it's we're gonna amazing. what we're gonna do is we take this uh, very very sharp fillet knife. Cho- Can I just interrupt you? Yes, I'm please. really sorry yeah, to interrupt. No, what are the, what are the, how do we know if the fish is fresh? Okay, the, the, I'm sorry. Because I know there is a thing right. before so, you cut it. So a couple things. So uh, the freshness of your fish can be determined in a number of ways. Most easily um, would be to smell it. Right. Um, anybody smell a lot of fish in this room? The fish has been out for about 25 minutes in here. doesn't smell like a thing. We cut one up already. still doesn't smell like a thing. Okay, two. Um, the color of its gills. So the camera's pointing in the right direction, but we'll... Okay, please, everyone should watch this show. It's very okay. important. There's a lot of key identifiers that are visuals. So the gills are still bright red. So we caught this fish yesterday morning. It was caught about two miles off of Newport, Rhode Island. Very red. In fact, in, in the middle of it, it's very, very purple still, which is great. And the third is the clarity of the eyes. 
Okay, I should still be very, very crystal clear. So this fish was buried in, in ice water. Right, we pulled it out slurry. of slurry. Right, a slurry. We pulled it out of the slurry before. Um, and uh, unique to the blackfish is it actually has a protective coating because it lives in the rock pile. So like a like a grease like a, like a greased en- like a greased engine. Yeah. So it actually it has a little a, a teeny tiny bit of slime. Oh yeah. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. So that's why we cut this fish on a paper towel. Okay. Okay. So uh, here we go. So again, smells great, looks great, color on the gills great. I don't know. We'll try this just for a sec. Also, this fish has a dine, dines on crabs. I don't know what you can see here, but it's a kind of a toothy, toothy, toothy fish. It's a toothy fish. It's got some teeth in there. Okay, he's opening okay. up the mouth of the yeah. fish. Okay. So we got that shot. That's good. All right, so now we're going to start cutting. Okay, move the Before, lines off the board. Uh, we were pausing there for a second. He was checking the teeth. Why do they? this fish have teeth? This fish has teeth because it dines on a healthy diet of crabs. And it needs a... And it's got to be able to chomp through the uh, exoskeleton of the crab. Okay. Right. So we do not, we do not want to cut into the belly of this fish. We don't like uh, bellies and, di- and, you know, it's past two lunches and things spilling out on our board. So we're just going to be very cautious. We'll take our knife... And he's cutting through and I cut, the head. I cut from the top of the head, three quarters of the way down. Okay. Okay. My knife is now sitting on the spine of the fish. He's visually, he's verbally giving you an image in your head. And I'm only using really the first two inches of the knife, and I'm cutting along the back spine of the knife from the head to the tail. Okay. Now, once I kind of get past halfway, my knife will go all the way through the fish, and I'll just saw it back and forth. All the way down to the tail. that's how you get a fillet. Yeah, that's how we get a fillet. You know in Australia you say fillet. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have two fillets for you very shortly. Fantastic. Okay. I love my fish. All right, and then we're just using the knife tip, really. They're like, oh, you could hear that. I you heard that, huh? Do it again. This is the squeamish. This is the part that really makes people squeamish. Oh, <laughs> I like that sound. It's amplified, too, right now with the headset on, so it's pretty interesting. And then we'll work in the other direction to go around... The rib cage. Just gently. I'm not in a rush, meaning this is not a race. We just want a beautiful fillet to come off. Then I'll actually use the knife. I'll look down there, and out it comes. So he's taken the one side off the one fillet. One side off. Tag, what's it called? Tatog. Tatog. Well, we're going to lose him. He's a runner. He's a runner. He's a swimmer. He's a swimmer. Yeah. Okay. He came out need to wipe down his wife. I almost got him. I almost got him. Okay, we'll just put that there for a second. All right, now, angles are important. So. Okay. This is so I'm fascinating. Up. Even if you don't like fish, it's good to learn where your food comes from. Absolutely. Sourcing I'm very your food into that. is important. So, yeah, and the respect for the food, how you keep it, who works for you. That's so important. So the environment, re- protect the environment yeah. that the fish comes from. I think. I protect think, the ocean. Right. I think um, fishermen. Are really this wasn't ex- on, by oh. the way. Are really excellent stewards of the sea. I think for the for the I most like part, that yeah. Of the sea. I think for the most part, we're not interested in exploiting it. Uh, sadly, sadly, yeah. There's a lot of pollution. So sadly, there's a lot of pollution, and sadly, there's a term that we have called a lot of poaching. What is? Just like when a hunter poaches an elephant. Yep. There are what people are they- who exceed their daily limit of reg, you know. Of how many fish they can How take. does one control that? Ah, so the government controls that, but we monitor ourselves. We and monitor ourselves. if one is a little greedy, they're not so honest. Well, you know, snitches get stitches, but that's okay. <laughs> that's hey, okay. buddy, you caught too much fish today. Yeah. Listen, I want to be able to do this. I want to have my kids be able to do it. And your grandkids yeah. be able to do this. So it would be nice if people just left some. In yeah, the ocean I'm very us. into that. I'm like, I just started watching this documentary by David Attenborough about. He's 93 years old and he's done a lot of documentaries wow. around the world. He's 93 already. Yeah, Kanahara. Um, and and documentaries around okay. the world of how we're destroying the earth. So I'm like, became very aware of like our environment. I mean, I'm always aware, but like even more aware. Okay, so here's what we would do now. I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm stirring the. the okay, you would soup. stir it. Okay, I know Naomi asked me to do this before, so I'm going to do it again. I am gently ripping open the belly of the fish, and I'm putting my hands on the fish's belly. He's pulling out the belly of the fish, but I don't know if they'll be able to... No, you won't be able to see it or hear it, but basically I can feel and just barely see through the lining of his stomach all the crabs and mussels 
Oh, okay. I know, yucky poo, yucky poo. <laughs> Um, amazing. Pill. I find all of this fascinating. For those of you who are watching, this is absolutely fascinating. I'm just going to point out that is the belly of the fish with all the everything it ate. All right. So, so everything has a use except for that belly for us right now. Okay. So we've gone ahead and done some things. But what we would do is we had, if we had a second burner and some time, I would take uh, the body of this fish and the head of this fish, put it in a separate pot with some water, some bay leaves, um, Maybe we and some aromatics, and we would have some fish stock. We're going to do that after the show. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Waste not, want not. Waste not, want not. Okay. So now it's time to add some liquid. Do we have to, add, some we have to salt, salt yep. this? Uh, no. You're going to see um, from the seawater oh. that you're not, we're not going to need that. Fascinating. All right. So here's what okay. we have. Um, we have just under a quart of the fish stock. Is that, and this is all par, right? All par. Everything's par. Yeah. 100% par. Now it's going to milk it. They're going to go Well, that's here. okay. Okay, we are cooking up a storm here on table for two. Okay. We are making our own fish stew, yes? Yes, fish stew. Fish stew. Fish stew. What's it called in French? Or what do they call it? They have a have a name. I can't remember. Okay. okay. Um, we're going to add some potatoes that we just want to boil in the water. Okay. This is homemade tomato stock, so to speak. What does that mean? So um, I make my homemade tomato sauce. Um, of I have course a you do. You're I, Jeffrey Ingram. I have a neighbor who's got... We, I can't grow tomatoes in my house because I have zero sunlight in okay. the front or back of my house. Oh, interesting. But my neighbor across the street steals it all. So in exchange, I get some tomatoes. Okay, so you have a whole tomato patch in Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So this... So we make uh, tomato... My son loves, you know, grilled cheese and tomato soup. A grilled cheese and tomato Hello, soup. Hello, who does not right? love today grilled cheese and tomato? Today would have been the day. Um, so this is kind of the... What was left... Once I puree my tomatoes, this is what's... From his, yes. his gut. So you right. take fresh tomatoes and yes. you puree them. So we're just going to put that, lob that in there. Okay. Now, again, I come from the school of work smarter, not harder. So I buy, ahead of time, two types of diced tomatoes. Okay. One is with lime juice and cilantro. Oh, you had me at cilantro and lime, right? Oh, yes. But you don't suffer from the disease. No, no, okay. that's L-Y. That's not L-I-M-E, that's L-Y. No, no, oh, that's funny, I didn't even mean that. You know, some folks have a tremendous genetic aversion to cilantro. Oh, I thought it you tastes, meant Lyme's disease. No, it tastes like soap. Well, you like, okay, my studio audience does not like cilantro, I love And this one is diced tomatoes um, with fire roasted tomatoes, I'm sorry, with green, green chilies. Okay. Right, and that gives us the heat in the, the recipe. Heat. Or if you wanted to, you could then do you, some. Then you can have it come the same way with that, but mild. Okay. And that, that's about it for right now. Okay. We're so going to let that go. So maybe we should put this on a burner in the kitchen to get let it really cook. Yeah, we could do that. Because it's not going to be Fine. ready by the Okay, time. that'd be fantastic because we still have to make the ceviche. Oh, yeah, of course. So of that, course. Could stay for, that could stay up there for a little bit. We still have to make the ceviche. So I should leave this here? Leave it just like that. Okay, we're, we're, we're going to leave it. We're going to leave it. We're going to leave it. My production team is outstanding today. We have okay. a lot going on, so we have but a we, lot of help in the We might have to today. freak the production team out by handing them this fish and having them go throw it away. Oh, I don't know. But don't are know we going to make something out of that? Out of this? No. We'll make stock, but we just want to move it off the table, off the board for now. Okay. <laughs> I just want to take it out of No, wait, we're not throwing it out. No, no, no. We're just going to put it on, put it on something in the other room. <laughs> I promise. You don't even have, have to touch I, it. Well, okay. Look who's here to come get it. I mean, that's... Okay. It won't bite. I have a special visitor in the yes, house. Yes, hooray. Okay. Got it? Two hands. Oh, she's, okay. she's awesome. She's awesome. She, she's you know, awesome. I've All right. So let's, here's what I want to do. This is what we're going to do with the fish that goes in the soup, okay? This fish is so thick and so hardy, we're just going to cut it into portions, you know, you tell me. So we're me. cutting up the fish and we're going to put yeah. it in here? Yes, but not until the end. Oh, right, because you want that to really cook. Right. How long do you need this to cook for? It needs to cook about 30 minutes. Okay. So maybe know. we have to put it on the stove in the other room? Yeah. Okay. We, we're, we're at 45 now? Yeah, it's not going to be ready by the end of the show. Okay. Well, we... Uh, we so have another, we, another we, one. I have some that I made already. We can just heat it up in the pot Yeah, yeah. We go. need to do that. We okay, need to great. Do that. So let's put... This on the show. Can I tell everyone who our studio audience is? Do you think we'll be okay? I think okay? it's a great idea. Okay. I actually have Rachel Goldzel. She's She was the winner from Kosher Chopped. That's amazing. Yeah, She's we, amazing. We, we do a lot of work together with Jay Chef. Okay. Um, and we did a couple of we, uh, week or so ago, we did the uh, NCSY um, Hala Shabbat project together. Okay. So we're going to put this I'm gonna on actually, the stovetop. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to put this the fish. Not, oh. I want to put the fish in. We're just going to let it simmer. Okay. We're letting it simmer. Okay. Okay. So 
Yeah. There we go. Okay. We need a pot for that. Okay. Fantastic. We just take that and put it on the stove. Okay. Right? I'm going to put this on the stove. So everyone have a look what's going on in here. Right. It so looks so awesome right now, right? Oh, oh, come on. What's a fish stew called in French? A... Ah, I can't remember. I think of it more like uh, a cioppino without the shellfish, the Italian cioppino without okay. shellfish. But. Okay, so we're just going to mix that. Yeah, just let I'm it gonna go. I'm going to let that boil. Okay. Now, I'm very excited for ceviche. Because I know you are. I know you are. I love ceviche. Okay. So while we wait on that, I'm going to uh, skin this filet right here. We're only going to need one for the ceviche. I just take my knife. I um, hold it flat. Do we need a bowl? I have a bowl right here. Oh, we're only making a little one? Yeah, well, we'll just make a little bit. Okay. Is it good? It's going good over there? Can we put... Can you move hand? Can you... It's not... It's it's not hot. You've got mum hands and these gloves. <laughs> okay, okay, great. So here's what we're going to do. I just took the uh, filet off the bone. Now, off the skin. Now, it's not boneless. We still have a row of bones, okay? Okay. All right. We still have Again, we're making ceviche with the toboga, tog. Tog. There you go. Well, you can just say blackfish. Okay, I might have to stick with blackfish, but until I get used to it. took me a long time to say amakase. Oh, amakase. Yeah, I used to say okamase. Yep, you And you can actually come on the show to eat this. Okay, so. Give it up for Rachel Goldzell. My fingers. Thank you, Rachel. Rachel, come and say hello. She does. We're doing a little bit of a collaboration show. She was at my house this morning when we recorded. So. Um, you'll see a lot of me and Rachel in the next few months. All right, so the, <laughs> the bones run themselves all the way to here. I just take my knife tip. I angle it down in the direction of the bone because I don't want to cut out a lot of this meat. It's worth, you know, it's, I worked hard to get it. Um, Did you throw a line in? You I, go on a fishing boat I, to I, catch them. Yeah, so you could call Did, it work. You call it fun. Like, that's what I say about my job. My Nakam Siegel Network job is my favorite part of what okay. I do. Now, I'm just going to use my knife to remove the scales. There are a few hanging out over there. I'm going to go fast. So here's what I do. I take this piece and I cut it off right there. Then I take this. I cut it down the middle. This is fascinating, right? Okay. I can't wait to eat all this. All right. Me either. <laughs> we have yeah. bowls for That's our great. studio audience. Okay. <laughs> so then I just start cutting the fish on an angle. Okay. Like I said, it's very chewy and hearty. So the thinner the better. The thinner the better, but the I don't <laughs> want it to fall apart either. So, so what other minutes. recipes so would you recommend? So um, you know, I, I, I love the idea of raw fish. I love ceviche, I love poke, I love everything about my fish raw. This fish is very thick and very hearty, like a portobello mushroom. Okay. It's dense like a portobello mushroom. Okay. So I blacken this fish. Put spices on. Put spices on it. Very little oil. And sear it. And sear it. I also bake this fish in a glass baking dish mm -hmm. with... White glass in particular. So I don't like using um, metal with my fish. All fish contain some level of mercury. And I line everything with parchment paper. And metal pan... Well, okay. And metal pans are reactive, so uh -huh. we don't... We don't want that flavor. So can we do like if we have a baking sheet, we can line it with parchment Absolutely, paper sure. or a glass dish with a little oil at the yeah. bottom? Because I find the skin sticks. And then I, I, I dredge this fish through either a little bit of Caesar salad dressing or a little Italian dressing. I coat it with uh, gluten-free panko. So Caesar dressing, panko crumbs, throw it in the oven. I dice a tomato and some green olive. And put it in with it too. Put it in with it. A um, little butter on top when it comes out it's insane over mm. pureed tar parsnips oh my god okay i'm hungry now i know right but we're gonna eat this yeah. oh we are gonna eat it we're yeah. gonna eat this we are gonna eat it this is fantastic i hope you're all like we spoke about healthy chicken we're speaking about healthy fish we got like so much going on to keep us healthy yeah and it's a good time of year you know the soup is a great thing at this time of year all right so right in the bowl okay okay i have a bigger bowl if you want uh i think we might be okay here Okay. Okay. So what goes in next? All right. So a few things go in next. So um, this is grated lime zest and lime juice. That's the acid that's going to work on our okay. fish. Okay. Now acid means it's going to cook the fish in the acid. Correct. It's not a lot. Okay. The original recipe called for um, sriracha. I like togarashi. 
Can you tell everyone what togarashi is? is I can. So toga, um, it's a spice. We were talking about uh, the show, the uh, store uh, on your previous show that uh, this comes from, but I'll, I'll just so I don't get in any trouble. It's new. It's here in Hewlett, I hear. Um, so uh, this is a Japanese hot sauce. Okay. Great. Right. What 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 store you can say? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Trader oh Joe's, yeah, Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. They Trader have that at Trader Joe's. Good to know. Everybody see the Facebook page, Kosher Trader Joe's. Everybody participate on that page. That's yeah, great. No, that's my cousin's page. Oh, is it really? Yeah, my that's first cousin. That's a star. My first cousin. Yeah. That's a star. <laughs> We're a foodie family. I feel like I've been there since the beginning. Shout out to my cousin Shelley, and her daughter TJ Mini Kosher Chef. Okay. Well, Kosher Mini Chef. I always mix it I up. I don't know. I got to go go there, too, I guess, and check them out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so. Is that coconut milk? It is, it is, it is. Do you like coconut? No. So, so, uh, Naomi and I talked about this before. So, um, ceviche originated in Peru. Correct. Right? And uh, depending on, this has a little Jamaican twist to it, hence the coconut. But, uh. They, they, one of the ways they make ceviche is, is with coconut milk and shredded coconut, and it's insanely good. So I, I would be down for that. Yeah. Rachel, do you like coconut? Depends in what. Depends in what. Depends okay. in what? In okay. your pina colada. <laughs> she, she's underage. Oh. But, oh, but mum oh. said, yeah, bring in it up. In your virgin pina colada. I'm sorry. Okay. Right. Without alcohol. All right. The recipe calls for a little bit of soy. Oh, do we actually have a recipe for this? Yeah, I have them both, and we'll get them both up online for you. Okay. Okay. You can find the recipes on Jeff's website. On my website. You can also find them on your website. We'll make sure that... Website, my Instagram. Your Insta. Sorry, I forgot. Everything is Insta. All right. Uh, and in here, I have a little bit of chopped cilantro. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. That's it, folks. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's all that goes in there. Um, could we get some forks from the kitchen? Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad you're it's still... It's like a whole production team. I'd be taking the headset off, running. Oh, my God. Yeah, and for you too, mate, and for you too. Okay. Hang on. He's got... They're beautiful avocados. Uh, I have to tell you... Do you know I'm an avocado snob? If it's got son, black on the avocado, son, I vomit. My son is an avocado snob. <gasps> the amount of pressure I'm under to purchase... Perfect avocados. Uh, you cannot imagine. And then he has, to tell me, he has to tell me what day we're going to eat them so that I am prepared to understand how to buy them. Oh, can he come on and give us an avocado lesson? He might be. Because I am, I, if it has any black, if I go out to eat this black avocado, I'll send it back. And I'm like a pretty easygoing eater. But no way am I going to eat black okay, avocado. Okay, so do we get a spoon so we can spoon some of this into bowls? We'll yeah. use a fork? We'll use a fork. Okay. Am I allowed to invite Rachel? So to this come is twenty. With me? This is, yeah, this? she no should way. sit there. No, she's not going to eat raw she's fish. She's already. She spilled the beans. <laughs> she's done. She's done. Um, so I'm just going to put a little in, in in a couple bowls. All right. Uh, I know you're going to love this. You can have a little more. Okay. Anybody else? Where's the other? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, we're not done. Silence, Naomi. Hold Patience. On. Hold on. ZK, you can have some. All right, the other one would say rock. ZK's like, sure. There's a little avocado. You've starved me all morning, There's Naomi. a quick squeeze of lime here. Let's see what's in the bowl. So this is, oh, it needs to be this well, one. I, no, I just I was, didn't want to kill the shot. Okay. Um, can we just talk for a second about, you made one a day in advance. Yes. This it, one we made right now. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. So which one did you give me? The one from... I didn't give anybody from today. Oh, this is all... That's, so how long should this sit that's, for? So this, so normally I would say ceviche can run for about, uh, you know, anywhere from two hours to six hours. This fish is so hearty, it needs it needs almost a full day to cook. Okay. Oh, here it is. I've got it. <laughs> okay. So this... So I can eat this tomorrow. Yes. Here, okay. W- Hang on. Here, I have a little more fresh. Cilantro. Yes. Okay, here we go, guys. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. Right. As a cocktail, at your cocktail party with some chips, uh, straight up as a first course. Mm. Oh, my God. It's pretty good, This huh? is amazing. ZK, do you eat this kind of stuff? He will today. He will today. ZK's, ZK will try anything we give him. He's a good eater. Mmm. Mmm. I had to move the microphone a little distance. I didn't want to hear any chewing in the microphone. Mm, 
This is this is amazing, amazing, amazing. You're not gonna try this, are you? You try a little bit. Oh, good. See, we have we have. This is how my customer base builds. Right, you see, they try it. You know what I, I always tell people? Try it. If you don't like it, spit it out. You know, this is incredible. Oh wait, we haven't tried the soup yet. Right. Ah, uh, oh, no. <laughs> don't have a spoon. Okay. So the, sp the soup should also get a little squeeze of lime on top. Okay. Right before you eat I'm going to do a little bit of soup. Okay. I'm a big soup person, so this makes me so happy. Some people might get squeamish from raw fish. I mean, that raw fish, fish is way cooked in the soup. I meant fish in the soup. Okay, you're going to try some of this, guys. This we'll try afterwards. We'll have a little after party. After the show show. Okay. It's hot. You're right, it's hot. I can see it. It's also a little bit spicy. I can already... It is a little bit I spicy. can already feel it. Mmm. <laughs> this is... <laughs> you have to talk while I chew. That's oh, I forgot rule. my job. I forgot my job. Okay. So, the great thing about this, this soup is... This is outrageous. Right? I would put salt in. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the chunks of fish mm. are still the exact same size as when we put them in the fish. That's how hardy this fish is. Right, and it, it means it's not oily that it shrinks? It means it's not like a thin-flaked fish like cod and haddock where mm. it would just break up. It's very, very, very hardy meat. Very hardy. And it's good for you. This is outrageous. And it's a perfect day, right? Oh, my God, it's like yucky outside when... We and, you know, we're, we're, we are doing the show. You're listening just on a Friday morning, but we record a little bit earlier on in the week. This is just so delicious. Good, I'm glad. My, yeah, I would say when it's really good, your tongue tickles just from flavor. Tongue is tickling, it's dancing, it's jumping up and down. Right. So it just goes back to, and I, I may have mentioned this before, you know, we have a, a lot of customers, a lot of folks who tell us, you know, I've been married for 20 years. 15 years ago, my husband said, please stop cooking fish. And it's... The house stinks. It's very, very fishy. Uh, and then they introduce it and they say, you know, just one more time. Let me introduce you to this very fresh um, fish that has no smell or anything like that. And then they're hooked because this is, it smells like the ocean. It just smells like the ocean. It's prepared quickly. Um, it's been out of the water for 48 hours. I can't, again, I can't guarantee what you buy on the shelf in your grocery store is that fresh, but right. it's at least three or four days behind. Right. Amazing. This it's is just absolutely the way the chain of custody works. This right. is single chain of custody fish. This is unreal. Unreal. We're very good friends with the team from Aussie's Fish, and we love awesome. the fish. I'm going to make you guys a – you guys, we're going to – We're going to go out on a fish date. Yeah, You're going to go on a fish date. We, we, spoke, we spoke with them. Um, it's nice to connect everybody uh, from all the different businesses together. <laughs> this is absolutely outstanding. Great. This is a whole different level. Of fish. I like it. You said first custody. Yeah, it's a single, cha it's a single chain it's, of custody product. That's unreal. Uh, what an incredible show we had. <laughs> it's been a fun day. Here. It's been a fun day and we even had a guest vi visitor that came yes, by to say hello. And uh, we learned a lot from you, Jeffrey. We're waiting for you to come on the boat in the spring. You know, I know, I know. We need to do a show. We need to do a show from you know? the boat. But the, I don't know what, what tripods EK it, would need. Uh, it's, 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 it's called a... Uh, a gimbal. No, it's called a... Uh, a drone. A drone. Oh! Listen, I had a guy already film. I had a guy already film and land a drone on the deck of a 21-foot boat. Now, needless to say, his uh, his investment. He was is nervous about his investment, but uh, made it back on the deck. Seat. Okay, thank God for that. Thank you. you. know they have all these fishing uh, fishing shows, yeah. so we'll, we'll make our own kosher fishing show. Fantastic. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have music sponsored by our – we have music sponsored by Geffen right up till candle lighting. Did I say that right? Kedem. We have music sponsored by our friends Kedem right up until Lich Benching. This is hand, no alcohol show. <laughs> um, it's all that amazing fish. It's like made, made me all buzzy. The this raw is, fish will get you a little The buzzy. raw fuzzy. No I'm question. like on such a high. Like I can't – my mouth is moving – my brain is working faster than my mouth today. It's 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 been incredible. Thank you, uh, everyone coming all the way, Jeffrey, all the way down from Rhode Island, and uh, Alison Josephson from uh, Empire Kosher. And don't forget to enter those two giveaways. Wishing you all Shabbat Shalom. Happy cooking.